Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Guys, it's creeping up. I missed the bus. We spoke a little bit about it last week and the conversations continue on. Of course, I'm talking about back to school. I don't know about you, but I seriously hate this time of year. It stresses me out. It gives me anxiety and I'm not a student anymore. I do head back to school because I do teach at Humber College, but I don't know what it is. I just hate this time of year. And so I'm bringing my girl on to join me, Miranda Melisani, holistic nutritionist, and, and my sidekick these days. We're spending so much time together um, <laughs> just to chat about this, the new season, the new school year, everything that goes along with it, and uh, all the, the stressors that are involved in getting our kids back to school. Miranda, are you ready? You know, I like it's summer. I feel like yeah, I can never say goodbye to summer in those last two weeks are like exactly the way you feel. Like I have that sense of kind of anxiety creeping up and like the warm weather, oh my goodness, it's gonna go away. And the kids back to, you know, that schedule getting into the groove of September. I know for all of us as parents is just insane because we're trying to get back in a rhythm. Everybody's trying to wake up at the right time. I mean, look, my kids sleep in, like Jack sleeps in late. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how many you get him up for school? Jack's, Little things. Jack's is 11? He'll be 12. Yeah. He'll be 12 in a few weeks actually. And, um, yeah, like he, he can, last week he had a couple noon wake-ups. He's like, he can sleep in. So it's, yes. you definitely, we're going to get back into a routine and that those little things, you know, as a mom, like they're stressors. It's like not, you don't want to nag, you want to, you want to guide them, but then there's so many things to get back on schedule for, for not just them, but for us too. I know. So last week I had, our friend, Alana McGann from Goodnight Sleep Site on, and we were talking about sleep and the importance of sleep and just getting back into that sleep routine. And so I was like, you know what? There's just so much around this whole back to school and getting back into the routine that goes above and beyond sleep, right? And one of the things, and a big one for parents, and I want to like just, you know, hammer this out right at the top of the show because, guys, who else struggles when it comes to food and their kids? Like, I'm hungry. I want a snack. I don't want to mm. eat breakfast. Oh, I don't want that for lunch. Like, oh, what's for dinner? Like, it's just like, I don't know about you, Miranda, but for All me, day, like, every day. it involves food. I'm done. I'm like checked out. Yeah. Well, I think that's even a bigger strategy because you're thinking about lunches and then day-to-day, like, you know, we, there's a lot of kids who just don't eat anything during the day or they're not hungry in the morning or they're ravenous after school. And, you you know, trying to find that perfect balance for you. Know, like, look, you have three kids. I have two. And your kids are very different eaters. Like Samantha, she is like her taste buds, her palate expansive, even though she's got her allergies. Right. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, it's always trying to, you know, we're trying to cater and support and give them the best nourishment possible. But at the same time, it can drive you batty because yeah. that's a <laughs> nice so way much. of saying it Miranda yeah, body know, you're right you've got another one I know I know you um but I think the thing is you really do have like we we're all we have to be compassionate with first like with ourselves too because we're going into this again a new schedule where 
you are going to have to prepare lunches every day and also try to give them a nourishing breakfast so that they can have the energy they need to have during, you know, to get the most of their day. And then one thing though, I would say 100% of the time, if you can give your kids protein in the morning in some capacity, it changes their brain. It changes their learning for the day. So protein wakes up their brain and helps them to concentrate and stabilizes their blood sugar so that they don't get home after school. Oh, like have that. this happened to your crew crash that yeah. crash and burn. Like I like think the witching hour where <laughs> no one is like listening. I mean, like, look, they don't listen anyway, but oh, you know, they're all crazy. You know what I mean? You know exactly what I mean. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Right. So, okay, let's start. Let's go through a day. Okay, Miranda. Yeah. So breakfast, you said right now, try to start them out with some protein. So that, you know, a good way to do that for breakfast is eggs. But yeah, eggs that are good ones. Always work. Samantha has an egg allergy, a severe egg allergy. Yeah. So, so what mm-hmm. what's another way we can get some protein in? So you kind of have to think outside of the box. I'd say, like, if you have a really hungry eater in the morning, why not give them dinner leftovers the night before? Like, we have to really throw out the rule book when it comes to food, especially when it comes to feeding our kids. So let's say for Jack's, he will eat like dinner leftovers the night he loves it that's his thing he, he loves it and then he has a meal and then he doesn't eat a lot during the day and he'll eat later on my little guy tay he will have more of like a let's say a smoothie put some protein healthy fats fiber you know whatever lots of berries make it taste good um you could do like i would do odo's bagels with a, a little goat cream cheese because we don't do cow's dairy over here mm-hmm. and some smoked salmon i know samantha would probably love that oh uh, yeah Who right doesn't love that so mm-hmm. the key is like whatever their tastes are, but I think, you know, don't just get stuck in like cereal or a waffle. Like if it's a waffle, put some nut butter on it if you can do it or something else to, you know, even hemp hearts have protein, something just to give it a little extra so it sustains them longer. And you know what? I like the idea of the smoothies and I've done that because, for example, going back to Samantha, she's got like, she'll eat anything this kid but she just doesn't have an appetite in the morning. And so she really doesn't want a full breakfast. And I know that there's a lot of kids that are like, I'm not hungry. I'm not a huge breakfast person, right? Maybe she gets it from me. I'm not sure. But there are quite a few different um, proteins, like uh, powdered proteins that you can buy specifically for kids to put in their smoothies. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there's some good ones. That's good. And there's some all-in-ones. And I would say like, as a parent, you want to just like make sure you check off the boxes are not stressed about it. We have enough on our plate. We don't have to think, oh, are they getting all of their via vitamin D? Are they getting their omega threes? You know, so there's these all in ones and also some good supplements, like even just taking a multi and you know that at least they're getting the base. You know what I mean? That's good. Okay. So, so breakfast, think outside the box. It doesn't have to be your traditional breakfast. It doesn't have to be no. like the bacon, eggs, toast. Well, mind you, if you're a parent that's doing it, please give me your address because I'm coming over for breakfast. <laughs> coming over with the, kid, with the kids. With the kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole family's coming over. Start cooking. coming over. Um, I don't have the time to do that kind of breakfast. You know what I mean? So it's always something quick, but I like the fact that you mentioned like leftovers from the night before. So Pre-perfect Miranda, it. I mean, yeah, do it. Does that mean I can have pizza in the morning? It, it actually does. Like, I really think that you can, you like, if you invert the pyramid, okay. Do you think this is what, what I love about food? So we think like little breakfast, big dinner, but yeah. if you just 
like you're, I'm showing you because we can see each other, but no one can see what I'm doing in my hands. You're on but Zoom. You, so she's right, got her Zoom. fingers in the shape of a triangle. So she's got a triangle upright showing like, you know, breakfast being a smaller meal than lunch, than dinner being like the biggest meal of the day. Now, Miranda yeah. just flipped that triangle upside down. Yeah. And when you do that, you actually, if it, it makes sense, right? You need more energy throughout your day. And then as you go into the evening hours, you're resting, getting ready for detoxification overnight time. You're trying to have a sort of sleep. Why would we have a crazy huge dinner at eight and nine or eight or nine o'clock at night and then go to sleep and it sits in your stomach? You can't oh yeah. Sleep. You can't sleep well. Doesn't make sense, really. And so, going like, back to around. what we spoke about on the show last week with Alana and how crucial sleep is, um, you really don't want to mess with that. So I like that. It's the upside down triangle. Um, yeah, go for it. that big breakfast and then then work your way down. Like make the meal smaller as you go through the day. There, there's definitely some kids who won't eat breakfast, right? I know you even have a hard time eating breakfast yeah, as I'm well, not, right? Hmm. So you have to, again, think outside the box when it comes to, you know, kids or anybody who's, you know, you have to listen to your body. So for one of the things I did when my kids were really young is uh, they, and this happens to, I think all of us, is that they're so hungry after school and they just snack and then they ruin their dinner. Does that happen yes. to your crew? So, so I can tell you um, that when the kids get home from school, I cannot give them a snack if it's 4 p.m. or after because then they will not eat dinner. So then I'm like, mm, you're going to have to hold tight till five o'clock and I don't care. Yeah. You know? I, 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 yeah. It, because the thing is it will ruin their, their dinner. Now the thing I did is because it was driving me nuts is that I make these beautiful dinners and they wouldn't eat it. I actually, and I had the luxury of doing this is I'm home with them. When they come home, I give them their dinner early. And so at that Good point idea. they ate at like four 30 or whatever it was. And then they would snack for it the rest of the night. And then I could give them anything on their plate and they would pretty much eat it because they're so hungry. Now that is for your eaters that don't, that go the whole day with like kind of not eating or they're grazing. Now, if you have kids who like to eat throughout the day and they do snack, I would just say like, as much as you can, I come back to this protein, like we're, we really have a hard time getting protein in our kids' diet sometimes, but the more you can do that, the, the easier that after school you know, those, that period of time will be. And then like, look, there was after school activities, right? Going to yeah, dance, there going is. to soccer, like going you to just basketball. Get going. You do. So as much as you can give them protein, protein wakes their brains up, stabilize their blood sugar, carbs are going to sedate them and make them hungrier. And a lot of the snacks yeah. that we put in our kids' lunches, what are they? They're a lot of carb-based snacks, right? Yeah. You so, know what? Okay. And that's what I want to talk about too. Um, I know that we jump from breakfast to dinner, but we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back because I want to focus on school lunches, which <laughs> I love. Oh, so much. Let me tell so you, love it as well as snacks. Okay. So don't go anywhere because we're talking with Miranda Malisani, holistic nutritionist, and we're talking all things back to school. This is the parenting show right here on global news radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. Guys, guys, we're talking back to school. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the one to do this, but I just, I like to be prepared and I stress out a lot during this time. So I'm like, I got to bring my girlfriend on Miranda Malisani, holistic nutritionist. We need to, um, we need to start thinking so we can plan so we don't stress out and our anxiety doesn't kick in because Back to school with the kids is a really hard time of year for not only them, but for us, right? And a lot of it has to do 
with food. That's what we're talking about right now at this point in the show, the food, because you know, the kids are like, you know, snack, 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 or I don't want breakfast or, Oh, I don't like that for lunch or whatever it may be. I'm not hungry. I want to eat dinner. So if we can get this under control, it's going to help a lot. So we spoke a little bit about breakfast, right? Miranda, we spoke a little bit about dinner, um, thinking outside the box and, we didn't talk about yet the part where they're not with us when they're at <laughs> the actual lunchbox thinking outside the lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. The lunch, the snacks, like yeah. Miranda help us out over there because there are kids that will go to school and eat everything and be amazing. And then there'll be kids that will come home and haven't touched diddly squat. Yeah, I know. It, and it it's is frustrating. A, it's frustrating because you want your kid to get everything that they need. You want your kid to be healthy. And then you like start stressing out. You're like, did you not like the lunch? Were you not hungry? What happened? You know, were you just talking too much that you didn't eat? So, yeah. okay, Miranda, where should we I start? Think he, Snacks or yeah, lunch? I, I think the, well, uh, well, let's just say, I would say first off that don't be hard on yourself as a parent, because even the best eaters have days that they're just not going to eat anything. Right. And so I think we have to take the pressure off ourselves a little bit because it's just a normal part of being a kid. It's going to happen all the time. So it is frustrating when a lunch comes home and you have to throw it out. So I think right off the bat, like just know there's going to be days like that. Um, I would say, let's start with, let's start with snacks because I do think that kids just want to snack most days, right? Because they're talking to their friends, they're going out for recess. They want something quick. So you got to think in terms of like quality of each bite. So we want to make sure that we're packing more like maybe snack, snack-based items that have more nutrients in each bite, I would say. Okay. So let's kind of think, you know, when I'm packing, I always in my kids' lunches try to pack a veggie, right? Some fruit, a fruit that they like. And it changes all the time because they're like, oh, I don't like cucumbers anymore. I don't like cucumbers. Yeah, I know, like, right? Okay, stick it up, right? Um, so you have to shift with it. You can't make it too boring. So shift up the fruit, shift up the veg. And I always try to include like either a hummus because again, it's protein. If you can do that, it depends on the school, of course, if there's sesame in it. We know Samantha yeah. has an issue with that. Um, and then I also try to do some baking where I add like good ingredients in the baking. If again, your school allows that. Yes. And so again, like anytime you can take, let's say a recipe they like, so say they like chocolate chip cookies, right? And you can add a scoop of plant-based protein to that recipe. All of a sudden you, they like the cookie, but you've added yes. more nutrients into it, right? So we, we do have to kind of get creative and say, okay, what does my kid like? And what, how can I take that to like the best? Like, how can I up that? Now, also just to make it easy on yourself, it's kind of like, I would just say, if you go down your checklist, fruit, veg, um, making sure there's protein in there in some capacity. So if your kid likes ham, give them the ham. If they like turkey or like chicken, like try to have, again, yesterday's chicken breast and chop it up in a chicken salad sandwich as to, you know, you're getting a bit more nutrients instead of a real chicken breast. Yeah. So I just think there's ways and you can put them in little finger size sandwiches or you, you do have to know your kid, but I think How to make it if fun. you do small, you do, you have to make it fun. Those bento boxes are great for those bite yeah, sides. It's cool because you can like just divvy things up between like the different compartments. Listen, yeah. I'm going to like be the mom. I'm going to represent all the moms out there that 
don't do the Pinterest lunches. I'm not here to yeah. cut cheese out in the shapes of hearts and 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 yeah. spell out I love you with sandwiches. <laughs> My kids used to come home and they'd be like, Mom, so-and-so had a heart-shaped sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. I'm like, you know what that is? That's a waste of food. It's also because I'm lazy and I don't have time. I don't have the luxury of time, you know? So yeah. um, doing things like you said, Miranda, where it's, you know, little snacks and just filling up those little compartments, that seems pretty easy and pretty simple, you know? And it's still yeah, fun. I, yeah. Yeah. Now I do also, I'm a big advocate of like a thermos. Like again, if you have an eater, if you have an eater that doesn't want a snack and they have like one at lunch, they'll eat that and they won't snack the rest of the day. Take dinner leftovers from the day before, heat it up, put in your thermos and send yeah. it to school with them. I'm telling you, sometimes that is the winner. So I would just try a variety of things. Also, your your student this year is going to be different than last year. They've changed oh, yeah. and we were always changing. So you you do need to introduce things. And and, and I, I would just ask them questions. What do you think? Do you want more snack-based food? Do you want a thermos instead? What's more comfortable for you? They have to get into a group because in school, what about the kids? Like, it's all new. Like, it's embarrassing. Like my kids would be so embarrassed if I put anything in a shape of anything. They'd be so mad at me. <laughs> Mom, what are you right? doing? What are you doing? It's like putting a little love note in their, in their oh, no. lunch bag. Do not do that. Like, don't, don't even wave to me when I drop you off anymore. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. You said that, you know, talk to them. And yes, I, you know, communication is something I always talk about on the show, communicate open lines of communications, yeah. whether it be with your partner, whether it be with your children um, and getting them involved in their lunch making is going to help, you know, so, yeah. or if they're old enough, if they're old enough, and I cannot wait for this day to come, the angels mm. will come down from the sky and start singing hallelujah. At this <laughs> it point. will open up. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, the sky's going to open up. Pigs are going to start flying. Pigs are um, fly, I know. That that time when my kids are going to be old enough to make their own lunch, I'm going to be like, do it yourself. <laughs> but you know what? I tell you, last year, Jack started going out for lunch with his friends. And at first, I was like, what? Hey? Like, you're going to, okay. Like, well, in some ways, I'm like, this is kind of nice because I don't have to make you a lunch. But the other thing is, is that, again, there's that peer pressure of eating certain foods around eating your crap. friends. Eating crap. And so, but there's space for that. I, like, okay, I'm a holistic nutritionist. I believe in good food, but I believe in social like interaction and connection so much in terms of the valued health aspect of yeah. life. So make space for that. Yeah. They're going to go out for pizza. Of course they are. But when he comes home, he's going to have a good dinner. And I think like those moments are, are so important and the older they get and the more choice they have and they're making the choice and they're recognizing yeah. their bodies, how they feel that is more educational than, than anything. It's experience and understanding your own body is what is going to take, like take them far in terms of their health. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's cool. I don't know how, how it's, you know what, that's the thing. I don't know how things are going to work this year. We're going into a second school year of uncertainty, you know, yeah. and that's stressful. Like we assume that these kids are going to be in school the full year, but we don't know. They're saying already, like we're heading into this fourth wave, you know? So yeah, they may have the, the opportunity and depending on their age, obviously to, to go for lunch with friends. Uh, some of us with younger kids were like, no, not there yet. Some of us have older kids that, you know, you may be at home listening to right now and uh, listening to the show right now. And you've got like a kid in, in high school or college university. Right. So things are, things are a little bit different, but with the little ones. Yeah. I think it's really important that we eat, we just talk to them and we find out the things that they like. Like, I know that my kids are not about sandwiches, not about yeah. it at all. So it's like, 
wraps and then cutting them into like little sushi pieces um, or even um, like actually like cooking something like, you know, the, the, the Greek, the spinnacle pita, my kids yeah. love the spinach and feta one. So awesome. I will buy that, put it, throw it in the oven as the kids are getting ready, as I'm getting ready. Mm. And then there you go. That's their lunch. Right. So sometimes we, we do have to think outside the box, just like you said, for breakfast, there's nothing wrong with taking dinners from the, the night before giving your kids those leftovers, you know? So no, it's just, no. everyone's different. And we have to just realize the, I think the sooner we realize that everyone's different and we all, you know, like what works for one may not work for someone else, the better we are, the better we are. And it's so true. And I think that, like you said, so key communication, because they're going to change throughout the school year and they're going to come to realizations and we're coming to realizations. And you know what? It's a forever journey. Like it never, like you don't, you don't exist somewhere and go, wow, I figured this out. No, like every day changes and every year changes. So just move, have to move through it. Right. And you know what, there's for the parents that are, you know, that don't have the luxury to work from home or, um, you know, they've got to get up, get their kids ready, get them to school. And then they got to get themselves to work. That's really stressful. It's really really stressful. stressful. And so I think too, it's like, there's a lot of options out there that you can, you know, go to the grocery store, you can pick up, you can buy, especially when it comes to snacks that you don't have to feel guilty because you're giving your child something that's good. That's healthy. Maybe it's a little bit of a, you know, something that's a bit sweeter, like a cookie, like a bar. Um, bar. You know what I mean? Like, because like you, Miranda, I always try to incorporate uh, fruit and veggie when I send them to school. Um, And then like, there's so many great even the squeeze snack packs. products, yeah, like even the, the squeeze packs, like even just applesauce and a squeeze pack. Like there's oh, so yeah. many ways, you know, like easy again, before sport, like before a game or before a, a class, like give them, like you can yeah. pick it up at the grocery store. It's okay. You don't have to be, you don't have to feel bad about it, you know? And you know what? Just take a look at the, the nutritional value. Take a look at the nutritional value on the package because I'll tell you, there's so many amazing health food stores too that you can go to and you can visit. And they've yeah. got so many amazing snacks. Like I have a daughter with some severe allergies. So we're talking eggs, we're talking pistachio, cashew, sesame. Um, and so there's so many snacks that are free of all of these major allergens and more. You know what I mean? Like tree nuts completely peanuts, um, seafood and crustaceans, like so many products that are free of all of this stuff. So not only, you know what I mean? Is it, does it give you peace of mind as a parent? Um, whether you have a child with an allergy or whether you don't, and maybe there's someone, a kid at school with another allergy, you can feel comfortable sending your child to school with this. And I think we've got to be cautious and we need to be aware of the other kids at the school as, as well, not just ours, you know? Well, you'd want the same treatment if it was your child. And I think like you're teaching, we're teaching our kids, like from the very beginning, like if let's say my, like one of the kids had peanut butter in the morning, like they would be so like, they'd be like, mom, I'm going to wash my hands. And honestly, they had anything on their shirt, change your shirt. Like that to me, you instill that respect and compassion for one another. And then hopefully it's just, you know, throughout the whole classroom and everybody has the same feeling. And then we can we can prevent things from happening because you know, like you've been through it, right? Oh yeah. I just went through it like two weeks ago, Samantha, where um, she wanted to try her brother's uh, yogurt parfait and uh, she took two tiny little coffee spoon like fulls of it. And uh, there was a cashew milk in there that we didn't know. And she had a major allergic reaction where I had to, you know, administer the EpiPen and call 911. 
So, so it's, scary. it's really, so just as a parent, whether your child has an allergy or not, I really just want to say that coming from a parent with a child with a severe allergy, I have an EpiPen myself, please like, you know, just show some compassion, be empathetic, totally. you know, it's, it's, you're not with that, them you know, at school. Like you're not there. So you have to like send them out and, and just go like, scary. I'm really hoping that it's super scary. So you, it's, yeah, think of it as your child and, and act accordingly, you know? Yeah. Um, I also want quickly before we head uh, to break Miranda, some supplements, what are some key supplements that we should be giving our kids? Yeah. Like good question. Day? Um, so vitamin D crucial, especially, you know, going into again colder months in the future. And we want to make sure we have our immune systems as strong as possible. Um, omega-3 supplements. So brain health, you know, every cell in our body's code is this myelin sheath, which is made up of fat. Without it, we just don't have the same functions, right? So, and also when it comes to mood, omega-3s are so key for that. And we want our kids to be good. That's moods, fish right? oil. When you, that omega-3, fish oil. Fish yeah. oil. Okay. Yeah, you, can, right. you can get algae-based supplement though. You don't have to get in fish form. You can do an algae-based form if you're oh. vegan or if you have an allergy. So you can do that as well. Um, now I'd also say a good multi, again, just as kind of an insurance for their health a good kids multi. And a lot of them have are really good tasting and they do come with even omega-3 in it. Uh, so there's great brands that have different offerings. And the last one I'd say a probiotic never hurts when it comes to obviously gut health and brain yeah. health. There's such a huge connection. Gut health is at the, at the foundation of our health. So really making sure that your kid's gut is in a good place going into the school year. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize that that gut health is like the main thing. And if you have good gut health, your health overall is pretty good. If there's one issues, other supplement. Yeah. Oh, it's sorry. like, yeah, it's everything. There's one other supplement I would say for the warrior. So there's kids anxiety. Like you said, we have anxiety. They yeah. have crazy anxiety. You remember the stress. So there are some homeopathic remedies that are super great for helping to stabilize any worry or fear. And I would say they're, they're crucial for your highly sensitive child because you want to help them keep their cortisol low so they can really immerse themselves. So what's something like that, Miranda? So there's um, a couple companies. One makes one with a war, it's called worry and fear and it's a, from orange naturals. There's another one called rescue remedy box rescue remedy for kids. And it's just droppers. So my little one super stressed with like, he's, he's very sensitive. So we do a couple drops in the morning for the first like week. He may be fine this year. Um, and really it helped so much. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, there, there are some supplements. I hope you were taking notes, uh, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more. This is the parenting show right here on global news radio, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the parenting show right here on global news radio, 640 Toronto. My special guest is my girl, Miranda Malisani, holistic nutritionist. And we're talking all things back to school. We covered off food. We covered off supplements, but Miranda, you know what else is stressing me out right now? And I don't know if Tell me. you've already started or if you're, you've finished, or if you're like me and you're like nowhere close to done, um, the back to school shopping. So I feel like right now, this year, especially, like I mentioned earlier, we're going into a second school year of uncertainty. I don't know what's going on. My kids go to school with a uniform. Um, so typically at this point, I would have like stockpiled, you know, everything they need. Golf shirts, yeah. pants, skirts, socks, all of that stuff. But I'm like, mm -hmm. do I really want to drop all that money? Not knowing, like, how are the, yeah. you know, like, are they going to be homeschooled in like, you know, a month in where they're PJs. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like you make a great point. You don't know. We can't predict. So do you really want to invest all that money 
yeah, I'm with you there. I don't, I don't have uniforms for the kids, but I can tell you something. I purchased some pencil crayons and a pencil case and that, that is it because like, especially with boys, I know you have two girls and a boy. I have two boys who don't care about clothing at this point as much. So they want to wear sweatpants basically every day. Um, so for me, like I will go and shop for them, but I have the same feeling as you. What am I, am I purchasing the same amount this year? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I that think that's really something that a lot of parents are, are thinking about and talking about because it is a huge investment, like back to school shopping, the wardrobe, the supplies, everything you need, it turn, it, it's not cheap. No, it's not it's cheap not. at all. Like you think backpack, you know, uh, we try to reuse ours as much as possible. Like I'm mm. not one of those people that if the backpack's fine, buy another one. Um, we try to get like a few years out of it. Right. So I'll always buy a good quality backpack that will, um, you know, carry us through a little bit, but then there's the indoor shoes, the outdoor shoes, um, just regular everyday clothing, or, or that might be a uniform, whatever it may be. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that we need to, I don't know, my tip for the parents would be don't go crazy just yet. We don't know what is happening. And these are, these are things that we can pick up throughout the year for some reason mm-hmm. it's like we've got a stick of dynamite like shoved up our behind we, we gotta get it like, done we gotta do it all now we gotta yeah, do yeah, it all yeah. now and I think yeah. that that brings on a lot of stress and anxiety that we do not need mm-hmm. so just maybe get a little bit and then if you need more you can you can do that you know yeah um, I think you I think the thing is there's like some fun like you know I remember going to school and be like oh it's like a new school outfit. So if you have a couple of outfits, especially if your kids are excited about clothes, I mean, like, again, mine or not. So they could be like, they don't think about that. But for your kids who are, like, I don't know if the girls are like, oh, the girls are about totally it. about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where yeah, Marcus so- is just like, mama, mama, what do I, what? and I'm just like, here, put this on. He's like, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the girls are like, fighting over because they're two years apart so they're pretty much the same size and they're fighting over who's going to wear the 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 white shirt that's a part of their uniform and what navy or black you know bottoms and then you're like oh, oh right gosh. so we need firms yeah, yeah 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 and that's the thing I think like it, it depending on the excitement or whatever it is you can play into that but I think you're right like I think we need to think differently in all aspects and when it comes to the school this school year and um shopping a big part of it and one point that I want to make too is that it's also I think the act that that part of the shopping where requires you to get in your car and go out where a lot of people still don't feel comfortable with like hitting up a mall and that's okay you know everyone has their different levels of comfort and that is like totally cool if you're not one of those people um the great part is that we do have all these amazing websites at our fingertips and a lot of Mm -hmm. the stores uh, also local stores that we maybe love to frequent have you know um pivoted to the online shopping world because of COVID. So yeah, just no, know you that went there to the mall. Are, are still options. Yeah, there are. And you went to the mall not long ago. What was it yeah. like? Like, was it crazy busy? So me, like I, right now, I haven't been for a little bit. So we have a family function coming up where Liliana is going to be having her first communion in a few weeks. And so I needed to head out to the mall to get the kids their outfits. And we visited two malls and the first one was pretty busy. And, and it was just, it was stressful even looking at like going with kids. Like I had the three kids with me and it was like, oh God, like I want to try this on you to see if it fits because I know to go home, try it on. And then if I've got to return it, it's just like, it's a lot more time consuming, but seeing Mm -hmm. some of the lineups, if they have fitting rooms opened, were extremely long. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable 
waiting, hanging around. I want to get in and out. So I'm just going to buy it. Cross my fingers, hope it fits. If not, I will come back, return it. Um, but that's for my level of comfort because I didn't want to do that. The second mall we hit up was a lot more quiet. So um, it all depends on the mall, depends on your comfort level. But yeah, for mm-hmm. some things, you're going to have to go to the mall. Like I had to. Um, but yeah. for others, we're really busy now too, going back in the Yeah. School, and and one thing I will recommend is, is maybe like go during the week, try to avoid the weekends. Mm-hmm. That's something that is just going to like set you can. anxiety yeah. to the roof maybe avoid the weekends, try go during the week um, because the crowds will be a lot less, right? Um, so definitely just keep in mind too that online shopping is still an option. Um, I know a lot of people are saying support local um, and that's great. You know what I mean? If you can do it, if you can't do what works for you and don't feel any pressure from anyone else bottom line. Yeah. You know? I, I think you're, if you're so right, I think in all of this, because we've gone through so much stress in the last year, just from COVID. I mean, that's just not counting other personal stress in our lives. We yeah. all have that. Um, we have to go into this, this kind of school year with how do we keep everybody's stress levels as low as possible? Because we don't know what to expect. So do these things, keep your anxiety as, you know, as manageable as possible and do what works for you in every, in every capacity when it comes to going back to school. Yeah, it's so true because honestly, when it comes to um, stress, us parents are going through it, the kids are going through it. Like you said, we're not going into a typical school year. It's just up in the air. We've been like this for the past, I don't know how long. And uh, and right now we, we, we're not gonna have that security, right? So you don't know. So just do you and try to drown everyone else out you know, do you, we are yeah. talking back to school on the show today. Don't go anywhere. Cause we'll be back with more. It is the parenting show. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. You are tuned into the parenting show. And I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. We're talking, we're talking about Miranda. Do you want to say it? My stomach hurts. I know me and my two back to school. I just had to, just, okay. just, had to just rip the band- bandaid off, just rip it off. <laughs> and that is Miranda Malisani, my special guest uh, on the show today. Miranda Malisani, holistic nutritionist and good friend of mine. And we're talking all things back to school. Like she just mentioned, um, we spoke about food um, and what that looks like on a, on, a, on a regular day for our kids from breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner, uh, to supplements, to back to school shopping. But we also touched upon throughout the show, this common theme of stress and anxiety, and not only for the kids, but for us, a lot of us experience stress and anxiety around this time of year, all the time, regardless if we're in a pandemic or not, but then you throw COVID into things and it just really like, you're just throwing a wrench right into the mix of it. Yeah, You, you know? start, you start to spiral a little bit more than. Yeah. Really and it's crazy. Yeah. And I think we really just need to take this time, you know, this is our last full week, our last full week mm-hmm. before we head back to school, back to that school routine. And so the one thing I would say is make the most of this week. 
Yeah, you're right. You're like really like almost, you know how we jump ahead and we're either in the past or in the future. So when we're in this time of year, we go right into September and think, oh no, what do I have to do? And then we lose that time. So if you can like really bring yourself back to the present moment and like ground yourself in the activities or whatever you plan with your kids in the day. So get, get your stuff, check off your list, whatever, but then get your, your head space out of the future as much as you can. Because like you said, these are the last few days, the few days before we have to get back into it. So really treasure it. Like we've been having a lot of fun, Pina. We've been doing some traveling yeah. and just like, you know, really taking in those moments and, um, like, you know, cause those are memories. You're going to look back on them and be like, you know, that summer was great. Yeah. And actually we have, um, a trip this, we're going away one night this week. Um, yeah, yeah we're going in a couple of days. Yeah. In a couple of days, we're heading to Horseshoe Valley with, mm-hmm. All of our kids, all the kids, five kids <laughs> the two of us. Um, but you know what? It's, I think it's really, really important to have that last hurrah, you know, mm. before, you know, getting back to that school routine. So if you can do something like that and listen, parents, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it straight up, play hooky, call in sick, have that one day of fun with your kids. Just get in the car, drive to like Coburg and, and go pick up apple pie at the big apple or to Niagara Falls, whatever it may be. Even if it's just heading, hitting up that local pool, you know, and having a picnic with your kids, do something because it will mean so much to them. It'll help with your levels of stress and anxiety. Plus you're creating these amazing memories. And i I can guarantee your kid will remember this day. You know what I mean? Forever. Always. Because I remember those days with my parents. So and it's you know, just going, doing if we are little, going into little things, yeah. you know, if we're going into it, let's see. Yep. Preparing like for the school year, the new school year, whatever that looks like, even just like, you know, taking the time to have those conversations with your kids, going back to that, you know, open lines of communication, talking to them, that will help decrease those levels of stress. Like, you know, are you excited? Are you, are you like, you know, and I, I never say to them, are you excited? or Are you scared? I don't like to put that out there. I'm like, oh, are you excited? And then I let them come back to me and be like, you know, I'm maybe, I'm maybe a little stressed or, or, or mama, I'm scared. I don't know what, you know, mm-hmm. so I try not to put anything in their head, but I do like to talk about it and just open things up so that they know that they can come to me and they can tell me. Yeah, no, you're right. Opening up the communication lines. And I think those memories, just going back to that is going to, if we are going through, let's say, interesting times in the fall, those memories are going to help us feel like, okay, we had those escapes. Like we had that connection time and will help bring us, you know, through those hard times because we've had such great times that we shared together. So I'm with you there. And one other thing I want to mention, and I always talk about this. A lot of people think back to school summer's over. No, no, it's not. We're not giving up on it. Summer goes like well into September, you know, so so we still have some summer left. Don't freak out. And also, you know what else that means is that if for some reason you can't do something fun with the kids this week on their last full week off, you know, maybe into those first few weekends of school, I think that that is a good thing too. But just, you know, I think going back to do you and what works for you, and it doesn't necessarily always mean that it's got to fit into that perfect little box. That, you know, that you see other parents and how they're doing things on, on Instagram, because as we all know, coming from two content creators, I'll say it. And I bet you Miranda can, can vouch for this as well. Like 
what you see is not always what you get. Am I yeah, right? it's, it's definitely not always reality. I, but I think we we're sh- you know you can showcase certain parts of your life, but you, we can't compare ourselves to other people. And when we do that, it causes us so much anxiety because we think we're supposed to be somewhere else than we are right now. You're in the right place because you're there. And like you said, um, it comes back to like communication and trusting your gut and connecting with people in your circle. And when things feel right in that space, then everything else seems right in the world. Yeah, it's so true. And I think it's really important too for us parents, like take that time at night, do whatever it takes to unwind and just like, whether it's deep breathing, meditating, watching a movie, reading a book, even like if it means like, you know, heading out for a round of golf with some buddies or just going to the spa and getting your nails done, take some time for yourself because self-care is huge. Sometimes it's just the routine. Like it could be the littlest things, but you have a routine in your day and you come back to that. And that is what brings you that consistency and stability. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, so Miranda, you've got tons of great advice. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, well, I would say Instagram is probably the best place in terms of what I share. So just at Miranda Malsani. Um, yeah. And I'll be sharing more. I'm going to actually, I'm going to be updating MirandaMalsani.com soon too. So exciting times. Exciting times. And um, we're going to be, um, like I said, heading to Horseshoe Valley Resort on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yeah, I can't wait. So be sure to follow so our Instagrams for that. So you've got Miranda Malisani. Um, that's her handle on Instagram. And mine, of course, is chic, C-H-I-C underscore mama with two M's. And uh, we're going to be, we'll show you all of our, all of our fun times. And we always share. We always share. The love, yeah. And guys, we? plan some fun times of your own with the kids. Mm-hmm. Make the most of it. You know, um, trust me, you'll have a good time and they'll have a good time. and it'll be just what the doctor prescribed. Dr. Pina. I'm telling Dr. you, Miranda <laughs> prescribed those belly laughs, those belly laughs that we have, they reduce cortisol faster than any supplement you can take right there. There you go. Well, that is it for us this week, but be sure to tune in next Sunday. We will catch you here because it is the timeout edition. And Miranda's joining me again with our good friend, Sarah Blackwood from walk off the earth. Have a great Sunday evening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. This is it. I'm Pina Crispo for The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.